0: the opportunity to have a long, in-depth uh, chat with Tessa. We talked through the the whole game, um, pretty much everything she did along the way, uh, and it's just phenomenal insight. Uh, Tessa's a massive fan. She says she's never missed an episode of Survivor, so she was certainly certainly knew the game, certainly a big fan. And she, while well, she sort of sort of it turned out okay, but at the very start she was in a very precarious position, and that she sort of was working with. Adam and Kate didn't work out quite so well with Adam going straight away, she was straight to the bottom, she managed to fight pretty hard in that she fought and they voted out Kate instead of herself, and then she was able to, well not able to, but she got, uh, Tarzan gave her his idol, and she saved herself, and from there she went from the bottom, literally ninth, next to go, and she went to the top with that 5 blindsiding Amy and uh, that lucky Alliance, and she went to that, that 5 with uh, AK, Jared, Pete, Ziggy, and herself. Now, she's not the first person to say that five was a super super tight five, and they were they were going to pretty much work together to the top five. They've pretty much all said that. Uh, Jared definitely said that, and Ziggy definitely said that. In that, uh, perhaps if AK and Pete hadn't have been randomly swapped over, that might be the, the top five. But it was awesome to speak with Tessa. We heard a lot about the big moves along the way. As I said, sort of saving yourself at the start. We talked about the Super Idol, some of the other twists, uh, and maybe some of the the mistakes as well. But it was awesome. Tessa's awesome. Great insight for anyone who wants a a bit more, I guess, uh, intel into what happens out there. So here is Tessa. I guess just to to kick it off. I'm, I'm keen to hear uh, a little bit more about your uh, real-life background first of all. Um, sounds oh, like sure. you're super successful.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, sort of fell into medical school, actually. I used to want to be a journalist. Oh, really? But I That's got, a weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I got really excited about the idea of delivering babies, of yeah. all things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so that sort of led me into medical school, and then just did well as an intern and progressed straight into physicians training, which is um sort of the opposite side of things. I got really interested in aged care, and oh really, <laughs> helping older people. Yeah, yeah. I'm really interested in helping older people to age well and in live in a way that is fulfilling to them, because the current system is not really set up very well for ageing, and mm. you know we're all getting older and older and medicine in older people is really interesting there's lots of different diseases and you have to sort of balance them against each other and see the big picture and mm-hmm. it's also just a really like personal job that a, a lot of my job is spending time with these people and figuring out what they want and you know working out a plan into the future that suits them so yeah it's really a really varied job but i really love it
0: it's awesome and uh i think in our last chat we said you uh Straight after Survivor, you are off to Europe and you're now working in London.
1: Yeah, that's right, yeah. I had five days in Melbourne after Samoa. So I got back and you know, i looking like a skeleton completely terrified my mum. <laughs> and you know, she followed me around, like, holding my hand for five days. And then, yeah, I went straight to Europe and I... Started of my job in London right in the middle of things it's amazing I'm right under Big Ben every single day Wow
0: well, really cool. fantastic um, and uh, yeah. I guess in terms of your Survivor fandom what was your uh, level of uh, interest in the game before um, how much had you seen
1: <laughs> oh, I'm so glad someone's asking me this because I'm not sure why it wasn't really a part of the edit that I've had in the story they've told about me but I am a huge Survivor fan nice. I've actually never ever missed an episode I oh really I the Richard, yep, started watching with the Richard Hatch season when I was 12 years old with my family, um, and it's just sort of a family thing for us, we watched every season, we bought Marquesas on DVD, yeah, a nice. come out in Australia. and um, I've even watched some of the French one, oh, there was <laughs> <I'm> a, <called laughs> I didn't even know there was a French one, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, yeah, a really huge fan, I mean, I've listened to podcasts, I've listened to the Evolution of Strategy, yeah. yeah it's, a, it's sort of a fun thing I think it's really relaxing it's something that I and mean, my parents divorced i don't know about a decade ago and it's still something that we do as a family you know we that's all awesome. still talk about Survivor together we get together and watch the show it's just a it's a really fun thing that we've always been into
0: oh that's fantastic um as you say they sort mm. of they seem to paint uh Obviously, within you know three days, twenty four people crammed into one hour. They, they I guess have a, yeah. a story that they paint with people. But yeah, so we missed. I guess we missed out on that side of, of your character. Have you got any yes, fa- favourite yes. uh, seasons? Favourite uh, players? Any anything yeah. like that? Uh,
1: my favourite is Micronesia
0: mm-hmm.
1: with the Black Widow Brigade. I absolutely loved them. Nice. Which is how I think um, I don't know. If I'm sorry. One of my bios they said I wanted to make an all girls alliance. Uh-huh. It wasn't it so wasn't much the idea of an all-girls alliance. It was just that I loved that Black Widow Brigade. I loved how they functioned as a team. someone with like Saree and poverty, and how they all played a role within that team and were really well balanced. And I actually think our son of Our Five got pretty close to that sort of level of cohesiveness and everybody mm. playing their role and everybody feeling like they had a reason to be there. You know, as much as People can say there's a hierarchy and you can see who's on the top and on the bottom.
2: Mm. Within
1: that group, I think we all had a reason to believe we were really safe. And it was, yeah, the same sort of really cohesive thing as that micronesia, black over dead.
0: Yeah, nice. Having uh, recently spoken to Jared and, and Ziggy, they said that the, the five were super, super tight. Um, and yeah. it, it really was like that, as you describe it. Was it. Is there any you uh, you... Yeah, really dislike. I know. I heard in a, another interview you said that you didn't get along with Lockie because he liked Aussie. And so you're not an Aussie fan?
1: <laughs> um, do you mean, is there anyone I didn't like from the US season? Yeah, yeah, from the US yeah. season, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, I just found Aussie. I'm sure. I'm actually 100% sure that Aussie will never hear this. I found him very <laughs> arrogant. Yeah. And I hate that idea of, you know, the strong and the best at challenges, you know, are the most deserving, it's the win. Mm. You know, it's it's really, it's not Ninja Warrior. Like, that is not what this game is about. And if you're going to say that that's, you know, the only way to be a deserving winner is to tell no lies and win all the immunity challenges, then there's no point in even playing the game. You know, there's no point in getting people from all different backgrounds, all different shapes and sizes and ages. Mm. And, you know, it takes away the bulk of the game. And I just think... There's a real arrogance in that, and there's a real naivety, and people like Aussie don't always see that. I think yeah. they don't have a lot of sort of introspection around it.
0: Yeah, nice. There might have been an Aussie on uh, on your season. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Uh, nah, no. Nah. Um, if we go back to the barge on uh, the very first night, you were looking around. How how was that? It was a bit of a um, a different. Start, I guess, where you guys were, you know, in, in silence, yeah. separated, all, all across, and you got to see each other without um, really interacting a whole lot at the very yeah. start. Um, and what, we what were, were on you
2: there, oh, long.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, so I don't. What was your sort of approach? Looking around, who who were you looking at? Who were you? What were you thinking?
1: Yeah, so I went in there really wanting to look sort of small and unintimidating and maybe a bit nervous. I you know, I had my Harry Potter hat, and like, <laughs> I just wanted to be, like, the nice, sort of, dorky, we'll follow the numbers, for at mm-hmm. least the first few rounds. Yeah. So, I was trying my hardest to look like that. I um, was really happy to show that I was out of my element. So, it was raining and freezing cold, and it gave me the leeway, I suppose, to just, like, huddle down and try to mm. keep warm.
2: Mm. Um,
1: whereas, I could see that some other people were really trying to look, you know, stoic about it. I was yeah. Just like... I'm hiding under here. <laughs> this is what you can expect, guys. Um, and otherwise, we we did get a chance to... Um, I suppose we had a break in the filming where we were able to take notes. So I actually took down notes on all every single person on the barge and what I thought of them. And, and yeah, I tried to sort of be as perspective as I could, but, you know, you don't really get to know anybody without speaking to them. And so I was trying to be open-minded
0: mm And the, within those first uh, the first day or two on the island, who were some of the people that you you picked out as the people you wanted to work with or didn't want to work with?
1: Yeah, I, I really wanted to work with Kate. Uh-huh. Um, we just we got along really well straight away. I think we have similar backgrounds. Um just warmed to each other naturally. She's somebody that I probably would really be friends with in real life. In fact, we are friends yeah. now. Yeah, yeah nice. And, um, you know, she was really familiar ground to me and it was... I liked the way that she thought. She was really cool-headed. She could assessed the situation very quickly and I was more than happy as well to make her... You know, it, she looked like she was leading anything that anybody did. So she was someone I was really keen to work with. Um, I actually... <laughs> really liked AK. Just, mm-hmm. I immediately warmed to AK. We had a really nice chat out in the water one morning for the first or second day. And I was keen to work with him. I could see that he was going to be a very forward-thinking player, that he was going to want to make moves. I thought, again, he's going to be out in front. If someone's going to take a bullet, it's not going to be me.
2: Yep. So I
1: was very keen to work with him. Um, and the only reason I didn't straight away was that I so said, sort of brought me into this alliance with Tara. And when I mentioned Tara, I quite like A.K., you know, I think he's an interesting guy. He could potentially take the fall for us if we don't end up in the numbers. Um, and Tara just said, no. She mm-hmm. flat out said, I will not work with A.K. This guy's talking to everyone. And I'm just my eyes at this. A thing I've been told I shouldn't do. But I am rolling <laughs> my eyes a bit at this thinking, you know, everyone's talking to everyone. You've yeah. just got to settle down. It's the first few days. Exactly. But she didn't want to, and I didn't want to make waves. And so mm-hmm. it's the only reason that I didn't end up working with AK straight away.
0: Yeah. No, fair enough. And I, I know we saw, I think it was either the first or the second night where. Tara was a bit crook in the middle of the night, and AK went, not to make sure she was okay, but to make sure that they were still tight. <laughs> so maybe yeah, maybe yeah. that didn't bother. to t- well. Yeah,
1: to this day, though, it's un- it's not settled whether that's actually what was going on or not. <laughs> but I did hear about it the next morning. Tara was pretty outraged. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's too funny. Um, and so we yeah. we saw the the whole, lot, uh, the chicken idol, fake idol, then there was a real idol, but didn't really know it anyway. But... Um, so, yeah. it was sort of uh, you, uh, Kate, Adam, and Ziggy all voted for Annalise, but there was five votes for Adam, so you guys lost Adam. Um, Ziggy yeah. drifted away from you after that, and you, you were pretty much uh, on the bottom and fighting pretty hard with uh, the, for the next three votes, essentially.
1: Yeah. And I think, uh, I mean, it was a product of me trying to keep my head down. Mm. And I don't know if I played again if I would do this. I think... The mistake I made is I was trying so hard to keep my head down that I just didn't end up in a lot of important conversations. Mm. And I, I didn't want anything to do with the big drama with the chicken idol. I didn't want anything to do with the sort of um, the, the dramatics that was going on in the tribe. And I thought, you know what, it's really early days. I just don't want to stick my neck out. And yep. I didn't expect for such a solid, big alliance to settle out so quickly. Mm. So I thought even if you know the numbers don't go my way, probably things are going to change the next tribal council. Which clearly they did not, mm. I think. And I think it's credit to some of the people in that big group who were really, really good at bringing them all together and making everybody feel like that was a tight alliance and it was safe. Mm. And then the other factor to that, of course, is that we didn't expect two tribes of 12. Yes. And most of us thought that there would be a shuffle in something that was divisible by three, so we thought probably there's three tribal councils and then we're shuffling. Uh So nobody, I mean, I had a long conversation with Jared one of those days when I was on the bottom, I think when Kate was still there, and he essentially said, you know, yes, I'm not working with the people I want to work with right now. I would rather work with you. We've had a good relationship so far, but if a shuffle's coming, why would I stick my neck out and make enemies? Why wouldn't we just take these easy votes? So that was another thing to contend with.
0: Mm, nice. That's yeah. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. I'm sure, probably a little bit frustrating for your side, but uh, uh, I'm a- I was actually really glad. Uh, just uh, we drift a little bit off topic that we stayed. We stayed as the two tribes for so long mm. before there was any big changes.
1: Yeah, yeah. It really let it run out in that classic sort of survivor style. Mm. I mean, a group of twelve. I think is really difficult. I Have we seen a group of twelve before? No. But, I mean, the dynamics. Wouldn't. And the sort of the potential for groupthink, I think, is yeah. really difficult. And to get somebody to stick their neck out when they're safe in a big group is really difficult. Mm. Um, but it was, a, I mean, it was really interesting to watch it back. It was terrifying on the beach, but interesting to watch <laughs> it back. Um, and yeah, I liked it that they didn't interfere until quite far along.
0: Yeah, nice. Um, and then, so we saw you, you lost Kate, uh, you lost. Tarzan, um, Tarzan uh, was able to give uh, play an order for you, which which kept you around. But then from there, we saw there was the the tight eight of misfits that weren't so tight. Uh, we we okay. were pretty we were pretty confident that was uh, ready to fracture. It's 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 way too simple yeah. to vote out the ninth person who's out on their own and then try and then make a five out of yeah. eight.
1: But, I mean, it was always going to crack. Yeah, I think. I mean, I was hoping it would happen earlier. And in that, the Tauzan vote was like a really pivotal point for me. And I don't know, I'll tell you the whole story behind the Tauzan vote about mm-hmm. whether this is, because there were a lot of people who were starting to see that this had to crack. And, mm. you know, we'd gotten past that point of 21 and everyone was thinking that actually this was going to run a lot further. We weren't going into three tribes. Everyone had to have a bit more of a plan about what they were going to do once Tauzan and I were gone. And AK, in particular, um, was a really good forward thinker and was thinking about who he could use and who he could work with. And from what I understand, and I mean, have to ask everybody else their perspective of what happened, but AK felt that after, if I were to go on that Tarzan vote, the next tribal, it would be him and not Tarzan, who would be on the chopping block. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: so he was really keen to keep me around to work with me and to have Tarzan go rather than me in that vote. Mm. And what we were talking about in, out in the jungle was that we already knew they were splitting the vote, and it was boys on Tessa, girls on Tarzan, so it would have been five and four favoring me.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And AK was going to switch his vote to Tarzan, and I was going to vote for Tarzan so that he would go out in my place and oh. be in the same situation the next round. Mm-hmm. But then shortly after we'd come up with this plan, Tarzan came up to me with the idol, yeah. which absolutely broke my heart. <laughs> I, just, just I know, to... he's, he's so much better of a person than I am. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I don't know if you can see to look on my face in the context of that, but I just, and I don't know whether AK would have actually gone through with that. I don't know yeah. whether that would have happened or not. So, I mean, Tarzan totally still saved my butt, still an absolute epic hero, but all that went through my head was I was just throwing him down the river and he just thought, you know, offered up a lifeline to me. Nice. So uh, that was, I think I've gone off in a big tangent. No, that's an and awesome insight. After that, obviously, he gave me the idol and that messed everything up because AK still didn't want me to have the idol in case after this I would play the idol and he would go to the next tribal. So he did want me to play it. So he, um, Still wanted to essentially flush my idol, even though he wanted to work with me. Yeah. I never wanted to vote Lockie out at that stage. I was not at all on board with that plan. I wanted to vote Amy rather than rather than Lockie. I uh-huh. obviously wanted to keep Tarzan. So I tried to get myself, AK, Tarzan, and Ziggy as a force um, because Ziggy was really upset about losing the challenges. And I right. thought she would rather keep Tarzan as a challenge, strength and lose Amy. Sure. But, yes, yeah, that's just the full story of how that sort of unfolded. I can't remember what question you are asking in the first place.
0: Neither do I. I was just enthralled in that story. That was awesome. Um, because yeah, a... I, again,
1: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know to this day if AK would have gone ahead with that plan because that was what was going on before I got that idol.
0: Yeah. No, it makes a lot of sense. And it's interesting that you said that uh, you guys were all uh, thinking that you might go three times seven um, because... Uh, Henry, mm. who obviously hadn't interacted with you guys at all at this point, also said he was expecting three times seven, and that's uh, yeah. when he, you know, was trying to throw a challenge to get rid of Sam before the split to seven, yeah. potentially.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think all the big fans were thinking that was likely to happen, that yeah. TV wise; yeah. it's difficult to keep track of two tribes of 12, mm. these big tribes, and also that maybe the idea was you develop these relationships in these big tribes and then mix them up, mm. but Obviously, I
0: didn't have um, didn't have that in mind. <laughs> That's good that they that no one knew what was coming. They always uh, it's good they always keep everyone guessing.
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So the, so basically, the the uh, you guys then after that uh, you get pretty tight with um, with Jared, uh, AKZ, and you guys bring across Pete, and the yep. the tight eight is no longer, and you guys are way tighter five. Um, and uh, mm. it looks like that yeah. that was going to play out pretty well.
1: Yeah, we were such a good team. I really, I mean, I think that there was something in it for all of us. We all had our person within that group. And I think there was a sort of a clear divide where Peter and I were really close. And then there was Jared. And to me, it was Jared and Ziggy. And AK was kind of in the middle. But I've since heard that AK thought that was a three. And I think that all of them said the same thing Mm. but all of us could see how those numbers were working out in each of our favor so to me I felt like being the two within that five was an advantage because when you got further down the line people weren't going to see myself or Peter as a target they were going to try and take out sort of the, the figurehead of the group or someone within that three in the five so I felt like it left us in a less vulnerable position and we were more attractive when it got got down to, if we got that far, so sort of seven or eight, for those outliers to use us as a number or for us to find someone to use as a number. So I think everybody had a reason to feel really safe and we really worked well as a team. Nice.
0: That's, that's really interesting because I, um, speaking with Ziggy, she said that, yeah, uh, exactly what you said, that her and Jared were tight and they thought AK was with their three and they were happy in the three. And it's interesting that you sort of were pretty conscious of that, but even you're also happy to be yeah. the two rather than the three.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've, obviously, I was just happy to be anything other yeah. than going to out, <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I had no thought of leaving that five yeah. until much further down the track because I think, and I think it's the same for everybody, we all had a reason to feel comfortable. And we all just got along really well as well. You know, we quite a level-headed group. We sort of saw the game quite clearly. None of us, at least at that stage, were t- sort of taking anything too personally. So it was just a really great group.
0: Nice, that's awesome. Um, so I guess the next uh, major point of the game was voting out Tara, um, and yeah. and then straight that away did you, yeah, <laughs> yeah and then straight away voting out uh, you know double double eliminate. Oh, I guess what was so you, you vote out Tara, uh, JLP says it's time to vote again. Um, what mm. were we what we I guess how was that whole night? What were we thinking? What was going on? Yeah, I
1: mean when we headed to travel None of us had any clue that anything was different. We yeah. really were just, yeah, it's Tara, let's try and get Annalise in close in case, again, there's a tribe swap or something, and we want to be able to work with her in future. Um, although, maybe not everybody was thinking that.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, anyway, um, I certainly was. I thought it was a really <laughs> good place to work with later. I really got along with her very well. So I'm hoping that it should be an option. Um, and then when I got tired, I sit on that stool opposite us, it was just.
2: You thought something limiting.
1: was up, yeah. Yeah, I actually said to Annalise after we all yelled out our vote. I don't think you're going home anyway. Yeah. Because they just that's just not how Survivor works. Yeah. It's weird that something else was happening, and they hadn't snatched Tara's torch, and Australian Survivor can't afford to vote people two people out on a one night.
2: Mm.
1: So, uh, but I don't think. I mean, even if we'd known that, you, know, you have to go into that assuming that they're going home. You can't somebody else across the other side
0: big, big that's risk a,
1: a ballsy move yeah. yeah but other than that i mean regardless i think we probably would have made the same vote even if we'd known yeah oh yeah. i certainly i would have wanted to i would have wanted to keep looking for challenges
0: yeah no if that's that's
1: reason we'd have to even to ourselves and that would be very dangerous for
0: us yeah exactly no that's fair enough and as you say if you 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 know it's probably not going to be a double elimination if it was it'd be weird for tara to be waiting there till later Mm. um but yeah
2: yeah. and Uh, cool just to sit there yeah oh it would be wouldn't it yeah
0: um and then so then you you get uh ben uh and henry over were you what, what did you think when you got a couple of new people um were you surprised to see them who were you expecting to come over
1: yeah, we were all speculating that something like that like that might happen. Mm-hmm. I would never in a million years have guessed on Henry coming across. Mm. He really looked very comfortable in the other tribe. he clearly is a good challenge asset. I yeah, would never have dreamed of it and I was thrilled to see him challenge wise. Yeah. Um and also, I mean, I don't know, it sort of felt like he was walking in and popping his head on the chopping block for us. It was mm. A big threat. Not with us, he's got tags on the other side, and just get rid of him now while we've got the numbers. It was amazing. And then to see Ben as well, who, just on paper, I would have thought would be perfect for us to work with, perfect as a yeah. six, happy to come along. We were a pretty nice group of people. It was easy to be really nice to him and bring him into the fold kind of thing. Um, Which it, it sounds like he, he didn't have on the I other th- side. I
0: it sounds like he didn't quite have that on the other side, so that sounds like a good yeah. position for Ben.
1: Yeah, and you can see that it challenges as well. But he wasn't really confident over yeah. there. So, as well with Ben, I was really happy to have him. I really thought he'd be great for us. Yeah. So, I mean, we were thrilled. Yeah. Everything about that was
0: perfect. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. You've got you've got a potential six, and you've got get out yeah. one of the biggest guys from the other side. Yeah, phenomenal.
1: Yeah, exactly. If we even lose, we got to the point a few times of discussing whether we just should try and lose. So mm. that was good. Cut out some of these people before the merge, but the the fan in me just thinks that never goes to plan. Yeah, why put yourself (laughs) at risk? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Um, Because you guys didn't really lose until the uh, the then the random um, tribe swap. Then yeah,
1: yeah, we actually didn't vote anybody out of the game between Amy and Ben.
0: Yeah, It was a long long stretch. stretch where
1: we didn't vote anyone out. Yeah. What, was
0: it, what was it like uh i can't I can't think how many days that would have been, but what was it like to you know for for that long not to go to tribal and not to really I suppose the five never really got tested, but it sounds like you were pretty safe yeah anyway.
1: we got i mean I guess we technically voted of three times, but yeah. uh, we definitely got a bit antsy, yeah I was getting very itchy to start doing something yeah you know, and again we had Henry just sitting there, I was so keen to vote him out and it does i mean it gives things time to brew i think probably i would have been a lot more open to working with ben and working with Ben if we hadn't had so much time with him at camp for him to be non-committal and Mm. to appear like a loose cannon and so it definitely really affected the way the game unfolded for us
0: Mm, yeah for sure um and and so I think in the in the chronology, I guess you guys get uh, Michelle and Annalise comes back, and your five gets split up a little bit. You lose mm. AK and Peter. Um, I guess yeah. yeah. What was it like to lose the the five and then see see AK go straight away?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was devastating, and um, it was we were in such a comfortable position in the game until then, and mm. they were such strong allies and. It, you could just see it all crumbling. I remember, I'm surprised I didn't show you this, but over on our side, when Ziggy and Henry and Lockie went out to the deep water for the drop-off to swim, you know, it's that beautiful scene where they all come out of the water and they just...
0: And then Ziggy like told about the idol. Yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Jared, and I, Jared and I were actually standing on the shore watching them. And I remember Jared just being like, I think we need to be really worried. Yeah. (laughs) So worried. Because we just... I mean, Jared still had a really good, strong relationship with Ziggy, but didn't really have that in with the others. And, I mean, for me, I was just sort of really lost at that point. I didn't have a relationship with Henry really and i had mm. been wanting to get him out you know, he mm. wasn't an ally to me in the game and he wasn't the sort of person I really wanted to play the game with, I, I didn't see the advantage to me in him as an ally um, and so yeah, the numbers really looked bad for us at that
0: point mm. Yeah, for sure I can't remember who point. I
1: even, oh was Michelle there at that point? I really liked Michelle but other than that it was hard to find sort of solid ground, someone that he you know, you felt like he could read really well at that point
0: yeah, nice. Uh, I, I just realised I missed a uh, pretty pivotal point in the story. Just before that, the super idol. Um, what uh, mm. What did you think of of the the whole super idol twist? And uh, I guess looking back on it, what do you think of it as a as a twist? But also at the time, what were you thinking of Ziggy's story when she got back to camp? Yeah, I think
1: that the super idol has potential to tweak. I mm. think that. The way that it was in the game, how it could be played entirely separately it was its own entity compared to the regular idol that she also got,
2: mm.
1: was, it just really made it a bit... It, it's both too much power and also it's not really an interesting game mm. advantage. You know, it doesn't take any strategy to just be like nut on someone's idol. And yeah, it takes correct. away from somebody else's strategic mood. And then the other part of that is that the way that it was given to Vicky, it was always going to be given to someone who was a challenge, threat, who was in the majority. You know, it was always going to somebody who already had a lot of advantages in the game. Because they didn't frame it to us as this person is going to get an individual advantage. They said, they literally, I mean, the exact words from JLP was you are nominating a champion for your tribe.
2: Mm.
1: Which implies that they're going to have to do something physical to win something for all of us. Yeah. And I think at the time we were still tossing up whether it would be me or Ziggy who went. And when they said it's a you know, a championship trap I like, oh take Ziggy, she's our best all rounder, she's gonna win us something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, should've known better. So <laughs> I mean, I think so many ways to make that idol better. Even if you had to play the regular idol at the same time as the super idol, so that there's some sort of a loss in the person who's playing it, Uh or you have to play it before somebody plays their idol, or, you know, there's so many ways to make that super idol more interesting. But as it was, I think it really took away from Annalise's move. It was... Yeah, I'm not a fan of the super idol as it was. Yeah,
0: as you All say, the way it was given to us. essentially just gives whoever's in the majority has that extra power that the person in the minority with the idol can't make their big move and take someone out from the from the majority. Mm-hmm.
1: And not even just somebody in the majority. It was always going to be somebody in the majority who was good at challenges. Mm-hmm. Who was well liked. You know, it, it's just I think that that was not not fully thought out.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and uh, another one of the twists was the was Pete coming back to you guys. What did you think of that uh, mutiny when they had uh, they had six people left at the time, uh, and one person no. got to choose and come back?
1: Yeah, I was thrilled to have Peter back.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: Um, so thrilled, and it was great to get to watch their tribal council. Yeah, I think that they used it to their advantage. I don't think they were putting on a show about their sort of disharmony at that point. But it was, you know, I guess they used that to their advantage to make us feel that they were very fractured and mm. non-threatening at the merge. So that was interesting, the way that played out. Um, I mean, again, there's probably better uses of non limb episodes, mm. but it worked out great for me. So, <laughs> I mean, I was so happy to see Peter come across. The only thing that was difficult about it was that then it made Lucky and Henry feel really more nervous they were not subtle about the fact that they didn't like peter coming back over yeah. and we were trying to sort of keep everybody together heading into the merge so that probably sort of drove more of a wedge into the group
0: mm. for sure so
1: great for me loved having that
0: you, yeah yeah nice um and so it's uh, it's merge time um and you guys are going in with eight they're going in with four um as we said, probably not not the mm-hmm. the strongest eight with a few uh, a few people <laughs> like your your Lockie Henry. Um, I suppose yeah. you had uh, as well. Annalise, you weren't sure where she was going, and and uh, yeah. Michelle as well. I think. Um, yeah, I guess what what sort of went wrong with that with that Jared vote? I've heard a, a whole lot of different stories so far about that. That seemed like it was pretty much the craziest, uh, probably the second craziest yeah. vote actually.
1: Yeah, it was really mad. I mean, and that, the whole merge was so nerve-wracking. Being back at 12 numbers, it, 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 oh, sorry, a tribe of 12 again, yeah. which I hated in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I sort of, I mean, personally, I kind of retreated back into I'm unthreatening, like, just don't look at me, mm-hmm. which is not not exactly good gameplay. Um, and we knew that Henry wouldn't be sticking with us. Yeah. We sort of assumed that Henry was going back to the summer, but we felt that Lucky at least was going to stick with Vicky. I felt that she was really a good pull for Lucky,
2: uh-huh.
1: and I knew that as long as Jared and Ziggy were together, they were sticking with me and Peter. So yeah. I thought that we had at least enough to to get by. And um, and then and then Michelle, <laughs> you see my horrendous conversation with Michelle, <laughs> where I basically just tell her like last year <laughs> um, Correct. Which, it was so bad. I, that was one of many conversations in Fairness because she had been asking a lot. Like, she was needing a lot of reassurance about yeah. being in that summer tower group. And I had been doing it to her, and I really liked Michelle. I really fought to keep her over Ben because mm. you could tell exactly what she was thinking. Uh-huh. So she just said what she, she says what she thinks and she does what she says. Yeah. And I loved that about her. She was really eager to work with. I mean, you know, at that point on the log that we had that terrible conversation, she's telling me, I'm not sure. And I just wasn't listening because there was so much other craziness going on around me.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah, I, I really thought we still had her. She was very clear about just wanting to stay in the majority. And I think, I mean, it was Lockie's frame to stick with Henry that caused Michelle to go over. She She wanted to stay with the numbers. And mm. she had good relationships on both sides. Mm. So I guess that's what happened. Uh, we probably should have seen it coming better than we did, but it was just such madness having 12 people around again. And I mean, for me personally, again, I just didn't think I was going to be the big threat.
2: Yeah. I
1: thought, I thought actually rightly that Ziggy would be the target if anyone was. And Sarah had said that to us when she came across for that the reward that mm-hmm. she was keen to, to work with Peter, Jared, and I, but not with Ziggy, but she'd want to target Ziggy. Mm. So I didn't think it would be me for u on immunity and I still didn't think it would be me. Yeah. Uh and I thought that enough people would want to target Luke as a threat that would at least get through that one travel council.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. for sure. Uh it's interesting you said that you really liked Michelle. I just thought maybe you, you didn't like Michelle or like she was annoying, or and you were just a bit fed up with uh, her constantly asking. That's why that, that came out as a you know look you're on the bottom. That's why we haven't told you. That's just that's just what I assumed <laughs> no. as a viewer. No,
1: nah, that was just an absolute stuff up. I was just distracted, <laughs> and we had been having that conversation so many times. That I think I would be like, ugh yeah no. like yeah. isn't it obvious I, a part of me just was like it, it's obvious why you've not been in these conversations yeah. <laughs> you've just been here for five days have you not noticed this i'm not you know i didn't want to bs her kind of thing i was telling her the truth yeah <laughs> but it just came out so bad and i realized after i'd said it and then other people came into the where we were sitting and, and we couldn't sort of continue that conversation and i just yeah that was really bad yeah but um yeah Yep, with
0: that. <laughs> you could just feel her boiling there next year. <laughs>
1: yeah, I can just feel the sinking feeling in my stomach again, just yeah. like I was there. I don't, I, I don't think it would have made any difference, honestly, if I had really reassured her and made her feel mm. part of the group. If Lucky was going, she wasn't going to let it be a tide, vote. She was always going to go over. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, nice. I think yeah. I think we sort of talked about in our last chat about sort of the the Annalise uh, and Henry and yourself that. The, the Henry move was uh, phenomenal and orchestrated by the the Champagne Alliance. Um, okay. A, a, how did they go with uh, with the the auction? I guess. What did you guys think when Luke got the first one and then got everything? Oh
1: yeah, it was amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I was happy for Luke. Honestly, He's, it's really hard not to be happy for Luke. Yeah. He's such a nice guy. Yeah. Correct. Uh, and. Like, Ziggy's face was hilarious when she didn't get it, and I'm not going to lie, she had just burnt me pretty bad, so I was not, like, <laughs> it was a little bit of a, like, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, tried um, to hide this vindictive side, but it was a bit satisfying, um, and then it did really add some interest into the auction, because I was wondering what advantage was going to come up, and yeah. what advantage they could give for two people, mm. and... Yeah, that was exciting. I was really on the edge of my seat.
0: Yeah, definitely. And what did you think of uh, Jericho making a bit an extra couple hundred bucks, knowing that you were going to um, get it anyway? Do
1: you know? <laughs> do you know what they told us that it was real money and that we would get to keep it at home? So I was like, you know, yes, like I'll shout you dinner, blah blah blah. That's why you hear me saying I'm not taking you for dinner now <laughs> um, with my extra money because I was like, it just cost me three, to hundred bucks. Like, like, we have gone for, you know chin chin in Melbourne. They're, it was, they're really good dinner, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so well, that was a bit of a low blow turns out it wasn't real money and we didn't get to keep the change so oh really
0: i just assumed that you would
1: yeah. yeah yeah i really thought it was it was real money right in front of us we got yeah. to keep the pocket yeah, yeah took the, took the cash i think back. 20 bucks did go missing so maybe somebody did get it at least <laughs> <on Survivor. laughs>
0: oh nice that's funny um but then yeah so you got the you got the night away you picked michelle um which was a phenomenal pick um and then you you got luke got to buddy up with you guys um i guess what what was your because you'd uh only sort of just met luke a couple of days um, prior how did you get along with luke and how did you think the champagne alliance was going to hold out
1: yeah um I got along with Luke really well. I was really, really surprised by him. I think as soon as we hit the merge, we sat down and we talked probably an hour and a half just about you know, how he met his wife and about his kids and his plans for work at home. He he's a really like he's a really great guy. He's got a lot mm. of depth to him. Mm. And and then the other thing that's sort of immediately obvious about Luke is that he likes things to be dramatic. Yeah. And <laughs> I thought that. That was something I could keep bringing. I feel a little bit, I mean, not the same as Michelle, obviously, but the same in that you could tell what he wanted. And it was something I kept saying to myself is just to be what people want of you. So if Luke mm. wanted, you know, fireworks and drama, then that's what we're going to do. We're going to, you know, I can't remember if I told you about this last time we talked, but we... We were going to pretend that I'd found a clue to an idol in my dressing gown pocket at the reward, and that that's why Peter and I were running off. And you know, we sort of ran through that, and we like, were laughing about how everyone was going to believe it and run a us and all this stuff. <laughs> and, and then the same, we, we plotted to have a fake fight at tribal council, which I was a little bit worried was going to be over the top but it was good <laughs> to keep Luke like, invested in the Henry plan
2: yeah. and then
1: I was like, yeah, I was really in the swing with this and I thought, no no problem, I can do this again next time, we'll just think up something else that's like, a bit risky and a bit crazy to keep Luke involved but then I just completely failed at doing that because I really thought that, I was, that we needed to split the votes because I really thought that Z was going to play her idol mm. for Lockheed and I got all tied up in the numbers and mm. of doing that, and forgot to make it fun for Luke.
0: And which was my yeah, downfall. Yeah, <laughs> but that does—it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's, um, obviously you. Yeah, obviously you've got a really good read on on people, and you're able to sort of. Uh, be a chameleon, morph yourself into being what they want as you say yeah. um, And That's what I, I wanted Payne.
1: to do though, I kept failing at it
0: yeah. <laughs> um, And you say you split the votes and the votes were certainly split that night um, mm. getting voted out with three uh, So didn't yeah. I, I, I kind of, I, I still don't think I've been able to work out what on earth happened. Uh, but so Luke just <laughs> knew that there's a couple going this way, a couple going that way, a couple going this way, and he was able to just swoop in there with three was enough to take it.
1: The, I mean, the risk that they took, if they wrote out the numbers properly, was that Ziggy might not vote for Lockie. She might vote with Lockie for Sarah, mm. in which it would have been three Sarah, three me, and a re-vote. Mm. In which case he might have lost Sarah. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure whether he thought that through and thought it was worth the risk, or mm. if he just, I don't, know, didn't think about where Ziggy's vote was going. Maybe. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Um, and since sort of since then, we've seen. Uh, obviously, we're speaking the day after the the Lockie episode, so we saw Sarah go out, we saw Luke go out, we saw Ziggy, and then we saw yeah. um, finally the White Whale Lockie. Um, finally, they took him <laughs> down. Um, what, what was it like, sort of sitting, coming in as a jury member and seeing it, seeing the Tribals play out, and uh, I guess knowing a little bit but not a whole lot about what had happened in the lead up to it, and and yeah, how was it watching
1: yeah. on? Um, I loved going to Tribal council. Yeah. I got told off for talking too much. Because <laughs> I just found it really super fun. Um, so I think they only ever showed me with my super serious face on, probably because all the rest of the time I'm like whispering to Henry and laughing it was really fun. <laughs> Um, and it was very satisfying watching Lockie win those immunities. I was cheering him on. I'm like, yes, I said you were going to start winning them and I'm really happy you actually are. Yeah. Um, and otherwise, it was in a way sort of heartbreaking to watch Sarah and then Luke go down mm. because you could just see it was this domino effect after my vote and a lot of these big players were just cannibalising each other really and you know from the sidelines you really want your season to have a good winner you want somebody who's made a lot of big moves to be standing at the end and represent us because you know that whoever wins the game is going to shape the story that's told and I wanted our game to be a big game Yeah. so yeah I was sad to see Sarah and Luke go down Um, but having said that it was also really great to see some of the others step up and mm. Michelle is so great in Tribal Council. Peter, Michelle and Peter are both really great in Tribal Council. And so it was great to see them have a bit more chance to really take control. And Michelle in particular really like makes it clear that she knows where the votes are going and she's communicating with the people who are swing votes and that was really obvious to the jury.
0: Yeah, no. So I'm not uh, I'm not gonna ask you about what happens for here, obviously there's there's four four left. Um but yeah. it's interesting that you say that the you know the it was a big six that went from from Jared down to Luke. There was a massive six um, sitting mm. on the sidelines. And as you say, it sort of has given some of the people who were a bit quieter the well, it's essentially forced them to have to to step up and do a few things. We've seen um, we've seen Tara, you know, she was targeting Lockie. We've seen seen Jericho come out from under Luke's wing, um, and as you mm. say, Michelle as well. What did you think about? Uh, last night, I thought watching on I'm a, I'm a big Pete fan so it was a bit rough to see Pete sort of got the, the goat or the sheep or the puppet Pete um, thrown at him
1: Yeah, I was fuming I was yeah. really really mad um, I think that, and I don't know if I'll show it but actually I think it was the next day and uh, lucky said something similar at Jury Villa and they were filming at the time so I don't know if I'll show this or not but I really lost it and just, I tried to explain Peter's game because mm. he is playing in a similar way to Jared. He had really, really great relationships with people. He kept himself sort of you know, doing the whispers in the back room mm. so that people didn't know when he was involved in making moves. But he really understood the strategy. He understood where people were in the game. He understood how he was perceived and how he should use that to get himself further. Yeah. And, I mean, watching it back... Now, he's not getting the confessionals to show that he was doing that, mm. but from to myself talking to him in the game, he knew he was doing it, and it was very purposeful. He had a plan about what to do going forward. You can see that he stands up for himself when he needs to, but otherwise he doesn't stick his neck out, and yep. that's a part of why he's gotten so far in this very long Australian game. He's playing in a way that can win Australian Survivor, and just because he didn't you know, pretend to be a ballet dancer... And you know, yeah. make a fake idol, <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. He's not playing
1: really great game, and it, it was frustrating to me to hear that from people who had played the game and been voted out. Like, yeah, I just think that's you know it's not giving him the credit that he deserves for the game that
0: he's playing. Yeah, nice. Um, I 100 agree with that, and I, uh, and you're right. It's uh, one way is to be the alpha male and to win a lot of challenges, and one way is to um, not be as overt and you know be a bit more behind the yeah. scenes and. Um, it's just a different yeah. game, yeah.
1: It is a different game. And I think, I mean, I do understand about people getting dragged to the end, but something that I would say for Peter is he had really good game awareness. He's not fallen there by accident. He's had a plan and he's carried it out. And mm. that's the difference between an under-the-radar player and a gross.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no... I, I think uh, I think you're pretty spot on, and uh, yeah, hopefully some of the, the the I guess super super keen people can see that you know it's not just he's not just yeah. getting dragged along because the the big people want to sit mm. next to him at the end. Yeah, um, exactly. I think so. Did you did you watch? Uh, well, I guess you said you've you've never missed an episode of of Survivor. <laughs> What's it like now having uh, having played? Are you still going to keep watching, or is it sort of you've sort of done it now?
1: Um, I'm actually not even slightly burnt out. I still love it. I watched the HHH the other day, yep. and nice. it was really fun to watch the Americans back at it again. It's so different to Australians. Yeah. Um, even the way that it's produced is so different. I'm mm. really enjoying just sort of looking at the differences between it. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm really not burnt out. It helps that I live overseas, so I'm not, like, every day. Yeah. Surrounded by survivor and people talking about it and recognising you on the street and things like that. Yeah. So I'm not um, as deep into it as I think a lot of the other players.
0: No. What did you think that. of the first uh, the first episode, the the super idol and the the start uh, that was almost like yours but not as good?
1: Yeah. Do you know what I loved so much was that she didn't play that super idol. <laughs> <Yeah>. The <story. laughs> the benefit to her, you don't have. To play something, yep. throw the power in just putting it away, and I loved mm. that. And I, I think it was a good move for her too. Takes her out from that treason where she was at risk. And if she'd played it, she would have been way more vulnerable. You
0: know, she would have yeah. made
1: herself clearly. Yeah, oh, definitely. Massive, to massive target. The other, the other woman,
0: I can't remember her name. Um, yeah, and it's interesting that uh, that they uh, obviously they wanted something. To happen early on, something big to happen the first episode, yeah. and it was just a bit of a letdown. Nothing happened; <laughs> it was just regular. <laughs> oh, they,
1: they did. This. They um, did that strip search on that guy. Yeah,
0: that, that was that was bizarre. <laughs> I was entertained. Yeah, um, and <laughs> I guess the just the other thing, I was I was curious. I know, um, obviously, there's a lot of people super enthusiastic about Survivor and jump online and like to put in their own thoughts. Um, how, do you spend too much much time looking about what other people are saying, or has it affected you at all, or what do you think, or anything like that?
1: Um, I haven't really looked at it a lot, especially when I was still in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, You can't help but see it a little bit. And obviously, your family sees it and tells you things that they've seen, which, and I mean... I'd put it out there that people could be nicer. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we're all all human beings. It's not not Um, a TV.
0: It's not scripted. It's real people, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. I think that we're all pretty fairly represented. Nobody is noticing things out there that we don't already know about ourselves. Mm. I think if you went into the game with good self-esteem and you know who you are in life, and hopefully we all do, then it doesn't really matter what people on the internet are saying about you. Yeah, nice. Good or bad?
0: Uh, and I, I saw on your jury uh, villa, um, you were pretty excited to get your suitcase and you got all your books back. What what books did you take with you?
1: <laughs> I have a Kindle. They let me take my Kindle in there, so I had. I think I read. I did read a bit of Harry Potter because yeah. it's just like <laughs> I think that's my form of meditation. Yeah. And um, and I have a Margaret Atwood book. I had some fantasy thing
0: about like a dragonish type world that was really good. Nice. <laughs> Great poolside <laughs> reading. Yeah, fantastic. I'm more i uh, I'm um, uh, exclusively nonfiction. I like to pump through a couple of books each week. Uh, um, and as you, met, you talked <laughs> about you talked about groupthink before. We had a uh, um, my other main podcast, I guess, is about books. Me and a mate, we read a book um, or two each week and do a, a sort of breakdown no on that. Um, so that's uh, that's that's good fun. Um, but I haven't <laughs> non- got into the. Wait,
1: do you break down non-fiction books?
0: Yeah, all non-fiction. I haven't got into the the dragon fantasy yet. I don't know oh. what uh, what lessons we can teach from those. Maybe there are some. Maybe I'm oh, just. Uh... <laughs> so many.
1: Wait, did you read Harry Potter?
0: <laughs>
1: oh. I love all all fiction, um. Not not all dragons. Like I like a, just a standard family yeah. life. Yeah, Australian
0: nice. author
1: fiction as well, but um. Yeah, do love dragons. <laughs>
0: Fantastic I guess Is there Is there anything we missed And I'm extremely thankful That we've uh, Been able to Spend a long chat And go through Your whole game
1: No um, I mean I think that So much Happens out there And I mean We could talk about it For hours and hours And people's reactions To Different situations It's just so interesting I'm sure that We all would have Done things differently If you You could see the future Or If you could go back With hindsight But Otherwise, no, just I'm really excited to see how it plays out.
0: Yeah, yeah it'll be um, exciting to see the, the last couple of votes and then, uh, yeah, as you say, see how it all pans out at the end. Exactly, yeah. Well, f- thanks again. Thanks so much for, for taking the time. And, and yeah, enjoy the, the finale.
1: Thank you very much.